0: pleased to be joined by Joseph Gilbert coach of Jensen Brooksby Joseph thanks so much for joining us
1: thanks for having me
0: it's been we were just talking a little bit before I started recording that it's been a little bit of a whirlwind for Jensen he's had such a rise so quickly yes and you've been working with him for so long what do you feel like um attributes to this quick rise so far this year
1: um well I mean it was interesting he had a year off from uh because of injuries And then this year coming in, we had, you know, we had confidence that he could play at the level and that he was good. He had a good year in 2019, had a win against Burdich at the U.S. Open, and he was plugging away, starting in the challengers already. So he was, we were feeling good. And then he had that injury, took him out for a year. So we were both extremely excited to get, to get this year started, but we didn't, really figure it would go as fast as it has you know uh, uh, to go on this run that he's done over the last six months was you know there's a lot of things that had to follow his direction to make it happen so we know it wasn't you know uh, uh, all just dominating there was a lot of um, things that fell his way but then to his credit you know he fought and he competed so well and he, he found ways to win sometimes
0: and it was a, it was an injury with his toe right is that correct you know, toe was- and
1: he's just been growing a lot okay you know, he's been growing a lot in, uh, uh over the last couple of years, uh, probably the last two years it's gotta have been i think in two thousand and nineteen he had to be five foot eleven six foot and now he's six four so he's shot up a lot mm. um for this late in his his uh, age you know he, and so um so it was just it was his toe then it was his hamstrings, then it was his shoulder, then it was his elbow, then it was. A combination it was of everything. Stuff, yeah. The toe was the worst. It took he had to have a boot on, and and it was a uh, I think it was either a, a slight fracture or a bone bruise, and it took some time. So, um, but uh, uh, you know, we, we we always thought the level was there, but then you know, playing the tournaments, getting the wins is, is a total different story. Right?
0: So. Yes. Yeah, so just talk about that a little bit because. I mean I think you know I read an article from a very you've worked with him for a very young age and because of that late growth spurt you felt like he developed quite a few skills instead of having that huge power from the beginning how was that important for his development having that late
1: growth spurt? Um, I think it was big Uh, we always felt like it was going to happen because his dad was tall his mom was good height and and, uh, at young ages, ages doctor said his growth plates were a little behind um, and then he always had good hands from a young age, So, and it, it kind of matches the style I teach. So he picked up all the little skills, the drop shots, the redirection, absorbing pace, all that kind of stuff from being small um, in his age groups. And then when he got bigger, uh, the biggest thing, you know, it, it, it helped with absorbing more pace. And then also helped with uh, court coverage. You know what I mean? Just covering the court, uh, uh, being six he's got long arms. So uh, um, covering the court and his anticipation was already good at a young age. So uh, all those things combined.
0: And, and that's interesting because from a coaching perspective for you, because you developed so much of his game before that growth spurt and after, was that quite a few adjustments you had to make after he had that sudden height? <laughs>
1: No, no, not, uh, not so much. We wanted, the game he has, we wanted it in a big guy's body. You okay. Know? So so it, it, I didn't, sometimes when the kids develop early, so I mean most of my career I've been all development from young ages and, and uh, I'm just jumping out on the pro tour for this last year really. I'd call an Altamirano that I developed, the one Kalamazoo, and I jumped out on the pro tour with him for a bit. long time ago I traveled with Kevin Kim a little bit. But uh, this is my, like, week in week out going out here, and and um, just it's just different. So I, I I wanted this style of game in his big body, and and the development ages. Sometimes when the kids are big at a young age, they rely so much on just winning because they're bigger. Right. And then if they don't end up being the biggest on the block then they have a tough time Mm. figuring out what to do Mm. when they're not and so i kind of like that jensen could figure out how to win without being the the biggest and the Mm. strongest and so then when he developed that game then got the size of of everybody else out here still working on his strength a lot to get it strong but um i I like the game
0: and what do you guys do specifically um if, if you don't mind revealing, like step as far as gaining that strength off the court, as far as fitness,
1: yeah. So, we're working, uh, uh, we hired uh, Cassiano Performance. Um, they're in Florida, but they, uh, uh, they they rotate guys to us quite a bit over in Sacramento. And um, he's, we picked up his amount of time in the gym just an extreme amount. And uh, uh, Cassiano and his team do an amazing job. And even from 2019, when he was playing against uh, uh, Burditch, um and, and feeling the physicalness there to going now four sets, four sets, five sets, four sets right. at a Grand Slam, getting to the second week, we're seeing huge improvements on his physical. So it's um, very much a big focus for us, but we're also extremely happy with the progress
0: and is that something that you're able to sustain throughout a tournament like you continue those workouts throughout competition or sometimes
1: depending if we have days off sometimes if uh, uh, leading up to the tournament, but um, The big one's gonna be on blocks So a couple times we we decided not to do tournaments and we did blocks on the fitness uh, uh, for a couple weeks Mm -hmm. Um, We pulled out of a few tournaments and did blocks so we're trying to manage his schedule, where we give him blocks to, to really focus on it, and then obviously the off season's coming, so that'll be a big push for.
0: Him. And then, and then talking about we we mentioned his like huge rise this year. He's played in the past uh, quite a few challenger events, and then now mainly hopefully just total tour events. That transition is that. What factors do you feel like were so important for Jensen for that? Rise. I mean, I know you mentioned strength. Were there yeah. any other factors as um, well?
1: Opportunity. Yeah.
0: I okay. mean,
1: I mean, that's probably the the, the big one. I felt like um, like we said, we felt like the level was there, but getting the opportunity to, to play these uh, uh, these matches and these guys, um, Jensen was excited. You know, and and he wanted those opportunities, and he didn't have those opportunities. It was tough to get, um, and so now that he has it on a regular basis, uh, uh, we felt like he could he could get, if he got his teeth into a tournament and, and he, he could do it on a week-in, week-out basis, we, we were both confident that he could have some results. So we felt like the game was, was there. We, we know on the strength side and the, the conditioning side we can get better. Um, and, and then it was a matter of getting there. You know he, he went through the futures fast, he went through the challengers fast, so um, we just wanted to be at the ATP and see how he we went there. And his first ATP was Newport. And he got to the final of it, then, uh, um, and then he had DC got to the semis of it. So, I mean, I think he showed that, you know, with the opportunity, he can he can win some matches.
0: Yeah, I mean, I saw I saw his name in Newport, obviously in the final, and the first time I actually watched him play because I was in Washington D.C. And what I was impressed with was his determination and his fighting spirit. Um, as far as mentality and mental stuff, do you do you work on that quite a bit um, off court?
1: Yeah, yeah. No, uh, 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 Jensen and I. Uh, <laughs> it's it, it, it. His competitiveness is um, fueled between the both of us. You know, we're okay. both extremely competitive. Uh, uh, being together for 13 years, traveling. Uh, uh, with tournaments, his parents um, are competitive. Uh, uh, just a competitor. It's in the blood. <laughs> yeah, it's in the blood. Since a young age, he was always uh, competitive, and then mixed with me on the court every day for that many years. And and my demeanor and my outlook on on who he can beat and and when he should be winning and when he shouldn't be losing or uh, when giving him his expectations basically. And so. Um, and, and, and if I set the expectations, he's been able to um, find a way to get there.
0: So what are some of those expectations you set for him this year that you felt um, like he's capitalized you know,
1: on? You know, it's funny. It's never it's never like a ranking or a a goal or we want to be here, we want to be there. It's basically I look at the matches, and when he plays them afterwards, I was like whether I believe he should win them or not. and And he comes off the court, and I was like, when he lost, I'm like, you should have won that. And and this is how you could have won that. And explaining it to him, going back to video and showing him, like, piece by piece, this is where you made the mistake. This is where you could have fixed this. This is where you could have fixed that. That makes it very edgy, you know, uh, uh, all the time, you know, because the, uh, he feels like I think he should never lose. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's a little tough, and it's not that I think that. I just think there's always things he could have done right. to win. And so, uh, so that competitive nature between both of us is why it's edgy out there all the time. And he shows his emotions out there. He, he brings them towards me quite a bit, um, uh, but in a positive way and in a frustrated way. And I'm, I'm comfortable with it because uh, I'm that way also. And I think that's the big advantage we have with being together for 13 years. You know, uh, we're comfortable right. being uncomfortable.
0: Oh, why well, that's and, a great statement yeah, right there
1: and, and and that's the key out here is is when you come here there's a lot of to the stage and the, the these moments i mean last night we were drilling and, and we were doing the same drills as we always do and now there's a crowd watching it and mm. you know and, and, and there's cameras going and there's video of it and and i'm saying some things and and, and so it gets a little like we both start looking around because we're 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 doing the same things we've always done, right. but now it's in a different atmosphere. And the key is for us, is to keep keep it the same.
0: And how, and how how difficult is that? Because I I was there last night. I was there the other night. He was practicing with Kevin Anderson, and I yes. saw the camera crew out there, and I yep. was like, wow, a lot has changed for him in such a short yes. period of time has he how is he I mean I feel like he's accepting it very well but you have the biggest insight into that and how he's feeling all of a sudden with more attention on him
1: yeah I mean I think that's the tour right I feel like I feel like uh, uh, I feel like that's a lot of this out here is, is being able to deal with the pressure and, and the expectations and and that's where you see the stress on a lot of these players and you see the edginess because that's sports right like like once you it's very much like what have you done? lately and yeah. it's like okay can you win again it's like, yeah. and, and that sports and that's the pressure of it and uh, that doesn't matter if it's basketball football tennis and and so it's a little tougher in tennis I feel like because you're on your own you know and, and you got to deal with that so I think the key is having a really good team and a team you trust and a team that blocks out distractions instead of adding distractions and and that's what I find out here is like like you our goal is is for him to come here and and be able to stay focused, do the routines we've always done, um, get him in consistently. And it's way more of a challenge. Like even at DC, it was kind of just him and I and and the, and the strength coach Lucas, and and it was very because Jensen wasn't Jensen yet, and and uh, it was very easy, very low key, and very you know nobody's asking us for interviews and nobody's asking for cameras and and uh uh, autographs and that kind of stuff and i just remember around the round of 16 or quarters i feel like like all of a sudden you know he's walking to uh practice and he's walking to the to the match and you know people start asking for autographs Mm -hmm. and they start coming around and and um you know he's such a good kid too he's got a great heart he loves the fans and he doesn't want to ever not give an autograph i noticed that in washington and he feels bad and and i tell him i want to keep that you know because uh uh at the end of the day, the fans are what uh, we play for, and, and what he loves, and, and they pay your bills too, and so uh, he loves it, um, and, and he loves being around them, and he loves the energy they give to him. So it's probably his favorite part. His,
0: well, his I stuff. would, I would, I would imagine that would help a lot actually with the pressure, so that he, does. he doesn't mind that extra attention.
1: Yeah, he does. No, look, he loves being in front of the camera. Yeah, like like he loves yeah. being on the. Uh, uh, the center stage. It was funny on Arthur Ashe, right? You know, uh, he wasn't ready for that interview coming through the tunnel. So he was like, <laughs> everybody's like, he's nervous. I go, no, he's not. He wasn't nerve. I mean, he was nervous to play, but he was, he was focused. Yeah. And he was ready. Like we prepared to like, I'm the last one who talks to him, goes on the court. This is what he's doing. So then he was very tunnel vision. So then when the interview came, he's like, oh, I forgot about this. Yeah. It's Arthur Ashe, yeah. and and so. So then everybody's like, oh, he he looked so nervous in that interview. And and he was just more thrown off. Yeah. And then he got out there and he looked, you know, he was ready to go. And and, um, so he loves being on the stage. He loves the fans uh, behind him. He loves the energy. I think East Coast was very good for him uh, because they're kind of fans that like players with emotions on their Mm. sleeves. And he wears them, yeah. And so I think they got behind him a lot, and and um, you know we'll see how other places like that. But but he definitely wears it out there, and he I think he got a lot of fans.
0: I know I think he does. I, I think it's very it's it's fun to watch. It's really fun to watch him play. I want to talk about that U.S. Open moment because it got he had a great run, got to the round of sixteen, lost to Djokovic. But that experience, what do you feel like he learned um, playing that match? In your opinion, or did you guys talk about it after?
1: Yeah, no, uh, uh, that's what we wanted. You know, uh, we went into the tournament feeling like um, all the matches beforehand were going to be really tough. They're very good players. Jemmer is a very good player for its amazing player. Um, Kratz, if he lost to before, so uh, uh, just at the French, so we knew it was tough. But uh, we also felt like if he could play his game and play the strategy and do the things, you know, he, he like I said, we felt like we could win those matches. Uh, uh, would he win? No idea. But could he win? We believed he could. Yeah. And so um, when he got to Djokovic, not the same feeling. <laughs> so, How did that so, change? So, well, you know. More a, nerves? Or? Yeah, it's a different level, right? You know, now you're thinking like, uh, okay, this, you know, and arguably, and he knows I believe that Djokovic is one of the greatest, if not the greatest tennis player I ever lived. And I don't know if Jensen believes I think he's that. <laughs> and so so because I'm so tough on him and I'm so hard on him and I want him to do things So. You know, I wanted Djokovic for for information. You know, to find out what he needed to work on, where he was at, and 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 what things he needed to do, how he matched up, um, because a lot of how I've trained him and how he plays comes off of Djokovic. It comes off of Federer. It comes off of Nadal because those are the guys I've watched for the last twenty years, and and uh, I haven't really watched too many other players because, you know, in my opinion, those are the three best, and and. Uh, uh, if you want to beat the best, you got to kind of mm. figure out what they're doing. And um, so we went in there with a matchup, with a game plan, with a strategy. Uh, interestingly enough, after the match, Djokovic said that he said like this kid came out with a, a game plan and a mm. strategy, and he executed it. I felt like he knew it, um, and we did have one, and 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 it worked to a degree. <laughs> and uh, uh, and and everything Djokovic said, I, I was really. Um, it was interesting. What all everybody else said, I felt like Djokovic was by far the most accurate, you know, of, of what I felt happened out there. Mm-hmm. And, um, and 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 it, it showed me how in tuned he is with what's going with on. With what's out going there. on. Yeah. yeah, he was amazing at how he broke it down and where the momentum switched mm-hmm. and and what he did to switch the momentum. I, I, I agreed with everything.
0: What was that information that you gained, would you say, from that match?
1: Um, the physical. Jensen those two games in the second set lasted a half an hour and I could feel that on Jensen on the physical side and 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 Djokovic bared down more um but but also and that's one thing that wasn't really said you know Jensen just played five sets and just played four sets and played four sets and and he doesn't have a lot of experience at that and he doesn't know how that feels and he doesn't know how it is to play Djokovic in three out of five sets and so um uh, I knew the physical would be you know, and, and, and that's one thing that, that, that you know, Djokovic is amazing at, but he's amazing at a lot of things. But that physical toll, playing him over three out of five, and, and, and that mental energy on Arthur Ashe that it takes to be out there for that long with the, the peaks and the valleys and the ups and downs of him, of that type of match. So, um, so it's, it, it was a great experience. And, and um, we learned a lot from it. Go back to the video on it. And see uh, any holes in the games. Uh, the rush for him and I, the addiction is the winning and losing. That is everything to him, and so he was not happy to lose at the U.S. Open, you know. And he's 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 bummed about it, and he wants to get better. And he wasn't particularly obviously. We both know it was a good tournament, but you know, he he, he wants to win that match, and uh, uh, and that's what's. That's what fun for both of us right now. We don't know where this is going to end up.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that's – I mean, I feel I, I see that in him, that deep will in him when he's playing, which is kind of really cool for me to watch. But one more thing that I'm curious about, because yep. you kept saying how you guys are so competitive with each other. I'm curious if that competitive translate like, outside the court too and in other sports, <laughs> other games, anything yeah, else. anything
1: else. Anything.
0: Uh, you the, play cards or anything? The banter,
1: the cards, the arguments. Uh, 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 we can argue over anything, and we can we can uh, uh, exhaust each other um, to a point of, of that we need breaks from each other in the hotel rooms. And uh, so one that's of us goes, important
0: too. Yeah. Yeah. One yeah. of us goes
1: downstairs, and, and 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 sometimes we we take breaks because look, it's 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 one it's 13 years uh we know each other in and out we know the moods we know when we need to focus we know when we 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 can mess around a little bit i know when i can um poke him and 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 get get a little bit of anger out of him i know when i let it go and and he just needs to to take the the moment off and it's all of that you know and it's all very important because um managing his emotions and and mine too because uh, at, le- at least i'm older now you know he's been with me in my 20s you know and that was a very much more quick temperamental time uh, uh, uh because you're in your 20s right um and you know i have an eight-year-old daughter now uh that 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 definitely added some patience um and and i think it's helped me as a coach understand these moments and times and i still lose my marbles uh, from time to time but it's more strategical rather than emotional mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's, it's knowing when to push buttons and he relies on me for that um, when I think he's being soft or when I think he's being too hard on himself or when I think he's being edgy or when I think he's um, uh, in the right focus and uh, we pretty much talk after every practice and I I let him know I let him know and he trusts me to judge that and he trusts me to be honest with him. You know, and and to be like, hey, that was that was a bad practice and that was that was, we gotta do better. Um or like hey you're being too hard on yourself, like like you're too edgy, you're too mad after one missed shot. Or uh or that was a good practice and that's what we're looking for and we're we're ready to go.
0: Well I, I think that's incredible. I think that level of deep trust and Understanding is so important and honesty, of course. But you guys got something going, working, it's working, stay with it. (laughs) Even with all competitive nature, stay with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: We we feel like, uh, you know, we're going to add people to the team. You know, the team, uh, uh, there has to be a team out here. Like, just him and I are overwhelmed by so so much of it. But at the same time, he trusts me, I trust him, and uh, uh, we've put all this work into it. Um, for so many years. His parents have been uh, amazingly supportive and put a lot of work in themselves. Um, uh, uh, the Arden Hills and the club and the resort and, and my staff back home, so many guys, Nick and, and Anton and, and Jimmy, uh, all the guys back home, they've traveled with him and worked uh, with them as much as me. So it it's a team and, yeah. and it's going to stay a team. And whether we add people to this team, you know, it's, it, it has to be done because um, there's just more more things that need to be done but uh but him and I you know we're 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 definitely the nucleus and and we we make the decisions together and it's it's a lot of fun in this level of trust we take a lot of pressure off of each other
0: well congratulations really Thank to the, the success that you guys have had and I'm I'm glad I'm glad to see you here that's working out for you and yeah, that, he has, yeah. that he has these opportunities coming yep. up for him
1: yeah so. we want uh we, we want to make this a, a, a career and we want to be here week in and week out. So yeah. uh, hopefully we can keep it going.
0: Well, good luck and thank you so much. You're so generous for your time. So thank you so much for no taking problem. the time. Thank you. Yeah, best I appreciate of luck. It.